welcome everybody to a special edition of the Essay Voice podcast. My name is Leighton. I'm one of the managers here on the podcast team. I have a special uh, episode planned for you guys. Today we are joined by Essay Executive Director Beth Inslee. Hi Beth, thanks for joining me. Hey. All right. And uh, we also have Essay Marketing and Events Coordinator Raquel Paredes. How are you today? Good, thanks. Hi everyone. Hi. Excited awesome. to be here. Yeah. So we are doing Harry Potter trivia. This is going to be a fun episode. I know we are all three fans of the franchise um, that brought us a lot of joy in our younger years. And it's cool to see how that franchise has exploded into an international phenomenon. So um, we've arranged to have a little trivia day today. We've got 15 questions for you guys um, and best of luck to you. So how it's going to work for our viewers is I'm going to ask the question. You're going to have about 10, 15 seconds to respond uh, on a piece of paper. Um, when that 15 seconds is up, you're going to show the camera and I will award you points based on your correct answer. Um, try to make your answers as concise as possible. And I will, of course, give you points if you're close. Okay. <laughs> Those are called pity points. Pity points. Yes. Okay. So let's kick it off. Very first annual Harry Potter trivia. So the first book is called The Sorcerer's Stone. What does the Sorcerer's Stone do? Write it down in as uh, precise as you can. Is it, does it give people special powers? Does it turn their hair green? What does it do? Are you guys I ready? I spelled this wrong, so I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right. Resurrection and live forever. Okay. Both good answers. The question, the answer that I have off of Google says the Sorcerer's Stone transforms any metal into gold and produces the elixir of life which makes the drinker immortal. So I'm going to have to award a point to Raquel on that one. Oh yeah. Man, man, man. <laughs> That's the first one. <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> Okay. 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 Second question. Okay. We all know that dementors are terrible creatures, but what is their special power? What do they have over people and what do they do to people? What do dementors do? All right. Time is up. Whenever you're ready, show the screen. Suck your soul. Both correct. Absolutely. All right. All right. Good. Nice. Okay. In the later books and movies, we learn that Harry wants to be an Aurora. What is an Aurora? What do they do? I don't know. Hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. They're special like agents for the Ministry yeah. of Magic. Yeah, but I don't know how to. What do they do? What's their purpose? <sighs> All right, whenever you're ready. Find magical beings and protect magic? Unfortunately, the answer I'm looking for is they're trained to catch dark wizards. 
They're like the <laughs> FBI special agents of the wizarding world. <laughs> Can Protect Magic be that too? I don't know. Ah, uh, no, I'm not going to give that to you. No. <laughs> uh, no. no. That's wrong. No. All right, fourth question. Wait, I'm upset right now because I thought I was going to destroy this. Destroy this. Destroy. You have you still have like 12 questions to destroy. Yeah, you got 12 more. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, question number 4. What does the Marauders map show? The Marauders map was given to Harry by the Weasley twins, and what does it do? What's its special power? All right, whenever you're ready. Yes, both correct. Very good. Marauders map is a special map. Oh, sorry, I got a special guest here. Say hello. All right. Hi, cat. <laughs> Hi, cat. <laughs> okay, points to both of you. Uh, it's 2 2 right now, is the score. Okay, question number five. How did Hermione take extra lessons in her third year? What special device did she use that allowed her to take extra? classes or lessons in her third year? Time traveling necklace thing, time turner. Okay, I'll give you both a point. It's called the time turner. Beth was bang on, but oh, Raquel, you were it's time right turner. <laughs> well, I knew she was time traveling with a necklace. I just forgot what it was called. <laughs> also, I want to point out that the time turner could have literally solved every problem in Harry Potter if it was used throughout the entire series. It's, a, it, it's a plot hole for sure. I'll definitely give you that. Um, for sure it could have. Okay. Question numero six. Easy one, I think. What form is Harry's Patronus? When he does the Patronus spell, what animal is it? Guys, I think I'm wrong. Oh, no, I'm right. Boom, boom. Correct. Both of you. Good job. Beth, you, you show your answers too quick, and then sometimes I'm not done. Oh, sorry, Raquel. <laughs> Maybe I should get a point for that. <laughs> Fastest points. Maybe next time. Okay. <laughs> this one I thought was a good one. I think it's a little tricky. Oh, no. We know that Dobby is one of the famous house elves in the series. How is Dobby freed from serving the Malfoys? I know. All right, show. Okay, Beth, you're rang on. Unfortunately, Raquel, it's not Harry Potter. Harry Potter was not his master. It was the Malfoys who gave him the sock. Oh, guys, but Harry snuck it in the book. Fortunately, yeah, but he Malfoy's dad into doing it. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I gotta give the point to Beth there. So close, Raquel. Yes. Sorry. Right clothing article, wrong person. All right. Question up, numero eight. Who is the seeker 
for the Bulgarian team that played in the Quidditch World Cup against the Irish. Hermione thought he was quite handsome. What is his name? Wait, 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 wait. Give Raquel a second. Oh, guys, I don't know. It's the guy from the ship. Yeah, they, yeah. they visited on a ship. What's his name? I know. <laughs> okay, Igor Victor Crumb, correct. Good job, Beth. Good job, Beth. I give up. I give up. <laughs> Who's Igor Karkaroff or whatever? I think that's the headmaster for the that head, school. Headmaster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. All right. So, quick tally of points. We have Beth with six and uh, Raquel with four. All right. Question number nine. In the fourth book, which we just discussed, where there's the Quidditch World Cup, uh, the Triwizard Tournament comes to Hogwarts. At the end of the book, who dies in the Triwizard Tournament? At the end of the fourth book, a character dies. Why don't I remember his name? It's, what? it's, it's, it's the guy from Twilight. Yep, it is. Robert Pattinson's his real life name. <laughs> Hold on, we know this. Um, I know this. Should I give you a hint? Yeah, why don't I know it? His first name starts with a C. Mm, that doesn't help. <laughs> Five seconds, four seconds. I'm writing Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I'm technically right. <laughs> Unfortunately, ladies, it was Cedric Diggory. Oh! Cedric Diggory. Diggory. That was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. Okay. We're already, not, we're already nine questions through. Yeah. We're flying here. Having fun. Harry Potter trivia. All right. Question number 10. What is a horcrux? There's, there's something that Voldemort does and he plants these around in the Harry Potter universe, but what are they at their essential being? What are they? Are they a piece of clothing? Are they a shoe? Five seconds. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay, show the camera. A piece of person's soul. Correct, both of you. Nice job. Very nice. Yeah. Updated score. Beth has seven. Raquel, two behind with five. Still have a chance. Still have a chance. All right, all right. So, we all know that Harry Potter kind of fulfilled the prophecy of um, Voldemort's downfall. However, there's one important character in the Harry Potter universe that could also have fulfilled that prophecy. What is his name? His name. He fit the criteria. He fit, yeah. the, he fit the criteria. His parents died and everything. What is his name? Um, oh, oh. 
You gave it away, Layton. <laughs> you got his too, so. <laughs> okay, show the camera. Neville Longbottom. Good job, guys. Good job. I never thought of that, though. They say it. Mm -hmm. It's In cool. what one? The last movie, I think. Huh. Okay. Cool, we'll yeah. have to them tonight. We'll have to, yeah, we'll have to go back. All right. Beth has eight. Raquel, two behind with six. We're getting close here. Question number 12. Who is the Half-Blood Prince? Show the camera. Snape. Good job, guys. Yeah, both correct. Both correct. All right. Uh -huh. Okay, we're flying along here. We're having fun. We're having uh, fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. I love this kind of stuff. So we just had Snape as an answer. Question number 13. Why does Snape protect Harry from the dark arts? In the from later, the dark arts? In the later books, Snape's pro Snape protects Harry. Why? What is it about Snape's past that makes him protect Harry? Oh. Like the biggest storyline in the last one, Raquel. But I got confused by the wording of the question. It makes everything make sense. Loved Lily. Yeah, correct. Both of you. All right. Score is nine to seven. Raquel, you got to hope for a shout-out on these last two questions. Literally, or you could award two points for the next question. Oh, okay, I'll do that, because this one is the toughest one. Oh, well, choose an easy one. The toughest one. Okay, I'm ready. So we all know that the British school of witchcraft and wizardry is Hogwarts. I will award two points if you can tell me the name of the North American school of witchcraft and wizardry. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Can I ask Google? Like, <laughs> do we have any idea? This is a tough one, and I will admit that it is. It was took some research to do. I figured it would be a good one to lob one out to you guys. They talk about this in um, Fantastic Beasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in New York. It is in Massachusetts. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Around <laughs> New York, so confident. Close, so confident. close. All right, it is called the Ilvermory. I I V E R M O R N Y School of Witchcraft and Riverty, and it is found on Mount Greylock, Massachusetts. That was a tough one. That was a yeah. Tough one. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was New York. Very confident. <laughs> New York. Okay. All right, final question. I'll award you two points because there are two answers. What are the names of Ron Weasley's parents? Guys, why don't I know? I literally don't know. No, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whenever you are ready, Raquel. We are, are you ready, Beth? 
Do we need five more seconds? <laughs> no, I'm ready. Okay, show the camera. Molly and Horace, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> I'm technically right. Technically. technically. I'm right. Beth, you get one point for Molly. It is Arthur and Molly Weasley. Arthur and Molly Weasley. All right. Guys, All right. I'm so disappointed in myself. And also, can I still get those two last points? <laughs> sure. I'll give them to you for Mr. and Mrs. Weasley. I still is. Unfortunately, the final score is 10 for Beth and 9 for Raquel. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. I think we should do this again. Guys, I don't know as much about Harry Potter as I thought I did. It has been a while since it was kind of relevant, maybe a decade yeah. or so. I know the movies came out in the 2000s and the books way before that even. So, But I watched them on the regular. Yeah, but did you read the books? That's where a lot of the hints came yes. from. Yes. I did, but I haven't read them for a long time. Yeah. Neither. I haven't read them since yeah. I was like 13. So it's been a Same. while. But um, really beloved franchise. It's made billions of dollars. J.K. Rowling was the first billionaire author in the history of the planet. Um, and she has since rescinded that title because she gave away so much of her fortune, which is commendable. So um, a lot of good came out of that. I know it really um, kind of expanded my imagination as a child and it had an yeah. impact on me. What was it about Harry Potter saga trivia um, franchise that you guys loved the most? We'll start with you, Beth. Oh, so many. Oh, I don't even know. Um, I think... For me, it was, I was a really big reader when I was a kid. I loved to read. Um, my parents like instilled that in me. Like I had to read before bed. And as soon as, and I hated it, but as soon as I got that book, like the first book, Philosopher's Stone, I was like pulled right into it. And I think it was a little bit, I've always liked sci-fi, um, fantasy type <clears throat> type stories. And I got really, really into it. And it was easy to read as a child, but still had a lot of information, which was um, interesting. And I think at the end of the day, it's like a world where um, a lot of people have a lot of different attributes and are very different, um, but they're still like striving for like the, the same thing where like there's equity there. Um, and you can be different and you can have like weird qualities. And in that world, some of the weirdest qualities make you kind of the coolest or the most interesting people and I always found value in that for sure um and I just always like magic um, I'm a huge Trekkie as well like just always enjoyed yeah live long and prosper <laughs> I just always enjoyed stories like that but I think end of the day it was that you could have these like cool different qualities that some people might like in our world we were like that's weird but in the Harry Potter world it's like noted as favorable or like it's valued and I always want to live in a world like that yeah yeah how about you Raquel that's a good answer Beth. um yeah I couldn't really put my finger on it to be honest I think Beth's right like the way that the books were written and the storyline of them like really drew you in even if you were 12 or 20 like I could read them now as a 28 year old and still want to finish a book that's 700 pages in a week yeah. like and that, I think that's just like the storyline was so interesting and so different from anything that I was reading at the time um and I just I was obsessed with it like literally obsessed you wouldn't know from the fact that I lost trivia but um 
<laughs> I really loved it. And then the movies came out and they were amazing too. And like, yeah, yeah. I just think it's a very cool franchise. Oh, I also always was like a huge fangirl of Hermione mm-hmm. um, as a character, but also as like a woman in the world. Like um, she has done some, like Emma Watson is amazing and she's done yeah. some amazing things. And like J.K. Rowling, I'm a little less of a fan of After lately. recent news, yeah. Um, we won't yeah. get into that, but um, Emma Watson has been a proponent for, like, so many social movements and so much social injustice. She's a huge feminist um, in the best sense of the word, and um, she's just always been so, um, I think she's really talented and really strong in her positions, and I think that was bred from doing that those movies and like living in that world and so I think I've always just been like a huge fangirl of her as well and that probably pushed me more into wanting to like really connect with the stories yeah and it's cool because for child stars like when you think about it they started when they were 11 which like a lot of the time is detrimental for a person um when you look at different child stars but a lot most of them turned out really cool and to be really cool humans so yeah for sure and Hermione's character is like badass smart um courageous kind all those qualities that sometimes you're told as like a young girl you you can't be and still like you know go throughout the world and she's like the key character for me in that I always wanted to be smart and strong and capable and she's all of those things and that was that's a really good way to look up to somebody whether they're doing magic or or just living their life right so um, that was always important to me too yeah, the the books had a huge impact on me as well, just because I think I could relate to the characters. I was in my teenage years, so were they. Uh, they were off to school, I was off to high school back then, so there was quite a few things relatable. Uh, Emma Watson was admittedly my first celebrity crush, so I loved her. Um, but I always wished that Hermione ended up with Harry. But it's kind of cool how she wrote that she ended up, uh, he ended up with Guinea Weasley, Ginny, or was it Guinea? Yeah. Yeah. And then Ron married Hermione. So it all ended up, it all ended up okay. But what a cool franchise. What a great way to just expand your imagination, provide entertainment to literally millions and millions of people. So um, to me, there hasn't been anything quite on that level since that has, you know, kind of captured imaginations and kind of crossed boundaries and made into an eight uh, eight movie series so kind of cool yeah. and, and uh, kind of an excellent study um, well ladies thank you this was a lot of fun I really appreciated it we'll have to do one again in August we'll have to pick obviously another topic maybe one that Raquel knows a bit better <laughs> just kidding you did very well you did very well I'm two for two at losing <laughs> the last two trivia I've lost that was a cheap shot I apologize but oh, yes we'll, so fi- we'll find something good um, you and I should do um, a Star Trek. Okay, and we'll bring Terry on. Yeah, because Terry's a huge Trekkie too. We should totally do that. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, if, oh no, I can't make the questions. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> My mom can help you. She's also a massive Trekkie. Okay, I will get Kate, Kate to help me out with the questions and I'll host it. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Well, again, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedules to uh, make time for me and join me for this special edition 
Um, you can follow us on the Essay Voice podcast on our Instagram, our YouTube channel, and Facebook. We've got all three of those going. Um, we're, we're now doing episodes on Monday and Friday, so tune in. Um, the link is in the bio for the Instagram channel, and you can leave us some recommendations on what you would like to see in the coming seven, eight weeks before we get back to school. So again, everybody, thank you for watching, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Voice Podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.